It's summertime and e-scooters are everywhere, including in places where they shouldn't be. They pose a danger to older people, to people with disabilities, with small children who aren't able to dodge quickly. Are e-scooters a key step forward in German e-mobility? To have a means of transportation that is just available and uh, covers the last mile, for me, it's just perfect. Or are they a passing fad, sowing division in the German capital and beyond? There was a jousting competition on the sidewalk underneath my apartment window last night in which six young men were using e-scooters to knock each other off. The storm and stress over e-scooters, up next on Studio Berlin. Welcome to Studio Berlin, our weekly current affairs show here on KCRW Berlin, providing an in-depth look at news and how it affects our lives here in the German capital. I'm your host, Soraya Serhadi Nelson. It's summertime, which of course is a season when we spend a lot of time outdoors, walking or cycling, and as of this year, riding e-scooters. Since mid-June, Germany officially began allowing e-scooters onto its streets and bike lanes, and they've taken Berlin and other German cities by storm. But are these new electric urban vehicles a good thing? Or are they a dangerous fad sowing anger and division across Germany? Delving into the e-scooter phenomenon with me today is American journalist and author Matthew Schofield, who is a longtime resident of Berlin and an avid bicyclist. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, Soraya. We also have in the studio Jan Katzmarzik, a popular Berlin tour guide who has incorporated e-scooters into his daily routine. Welcome. Thank you, Soraya. And on the phone from Hamburg is Florian Wahlberg, a German entrepreneur who helped lay the groundwork for e-scooters to be legalized here in Germany. Welcome to you, Florian. Also, hello from my side, and thanks for listening. Um, Florian, let me start with you. E-scooters are your business, and you've been working with these urban vehicles for seven years, I think, right? Is that correct? Well, that is correct. I've been actually uh, starting uh, even earlier in 2002, but I have my, founded my company in 2011, and therefore, yes, I've been doing this business for quite a while. So what are the benefits of having e-scooters in Germany? Uh, you have your own personal uh, vehicle that you know when you have it available. Actually, um, there's nothing more comfortable in doing the last mile if you have actually a small vehicle that you can combine with all the existing means of transport. You helped the EU as it was coming up with ground rules for scooters. Were the officials you dealt with in Brussels, and German officials for that matter, concerned about whether e-scooters would be safe or how they'd be managed? Of course, people say, hey, how do you want to use these vehicles on the bike lanes? The bike lanes are very, very small and uh, they are already too overcrowded. But um, I simply am not willing to accept these arguments as it would be the same to say we cannot build faster computers because the Internet is too slow. It's like uh, this is so conservative. And I would say uh, everybody in Germany or also in Europe can be happy that the bicycle industry is starting to have a second lobby on the side in order to push bigger bicycle lanes. Matt, let me turn to you for a moment. You're an American journalist like me who has spent many years here covering European affairs. And you also spend a lot of time on your bicycle. Do you believe the safety issues and ground rules for e-scooters were adequately addressed before they were rolled out on June 15th? 
I don't think there are many people in riding e-scooters in, in Berlin right now who really understand how to ride an e-scooter. So I think that is a problem. I think that it's, it's everyone who's picking it up is, as they go, they, they learn. I do ride um, in bike lanes quite a bit in Berlin. I'm not having a problem in the bike lanes with the e-scooters. The issues I've found have been on the sidewalks. Um, my neighborhood has quite a few elderly people. Elderly people are unsure on the sidewalks. The predominant users of scooters in my neighborhood are tourists. They're not particularly aware and not particularly concerned about the welfare of elderly um, pedestrians on the sidewalks. And this is an issue. There's, it's yet another problem for people who aren't at all sure about themselves walking around. But in the actual bike lanes, e-scooters are just like another bike. It's more crowded, but it's always crowded in the bike lanes. Jan, you work with tourists, and you heard what Matt had to say. Um, at the moment, the, the reports say that tourists are the most frequent users of e-scooters. So do these touristic riders that you are dealing with follow the rules? I would say 80% yes, but there's always a little minority that does not follow the rules, um, that uh, uses the scooters as less a means of transportation, but more as a means of fun, and that reflects on the behavior on the, uh, on the streets. Now, out of our little group talking about this issue today, you are the one who rides e-scooters the most. Why did you start using them? I have to say I just recently started using them. It has to do with the nature of my work. My work never starts where it ends. So in other words, um, I always I, I cannot go with my own bike to work because I will always have to go home from somewhere else and would have to commute back to my starting point. So therefore, to have a means of transportation that is just available and uh, covers the last mile, for me, it's just perfect. So it's fair to say that you're a fan. I'm a fan, but it's uh, when it comes to driving, I see it as an alternative as well to um, all those uh, rental bicycles, which you can find everywhere now. In the two months since e-scooters have been legal on German bike lanes and streets, a growing chorus of journalists, activists, and officials have criticized these urban vehicles. Just this week, Verena Bentele, who heads the VDK Social Association of Germany, spoke to TV network ARD. They pose a danger to older people, to people with disabilities, to small children who aren't able to dodge quickly. There's also danger from e-scooters lying everywhere on sidewalks and elsewhere, which of course is a tripping hazard for someone like me, who's blind. In Cologne, police spokesman Max Wilmers also spoke to ARD. We receive complaints daily about e-scooters being parked on sidewalks and cycle paths in such a way that people can barely get around them. Jan, I'm going to start with you. Do these critics have a point? To an extent, but I don't believe that it's the scooters that are bad. Um, it's just the, how the scooters are being used by a lot of people. So um, if there would be a public campaign that actually uh, advocates a more, say, responsible behavior in traffic, then that might actually help a lot uh, to improve the situation. But just banning the scooters and demonizing them is not the way to go, I think. Florian, do you agree? Everything that we're talking about all the time is actually the sharing scooters. This is why I want to underline the fact people talking about and complaining about electric scooters are actually talking about sharing companies, but not the scooters. Because there were always scooters. There were Vespas, there were gasoline scooters, and electric scooters like that just with a seat were legal all the time. 
the only thing changing is that right now people are allowed to use them without a driver license. And that's why all the sharing companies see a big benefit in renting them out because they're a lot easier to, to be rented. So the rental agreements are among the issues we're going to discuss later in the show. More on this next after the break. This week in This American Life, for six months, Jaime was held captive in the middle of the jungle, a hostage, completely alone. You see all those movies that uh, Rambo just exercises when he's in jail, and you say, well, I'm going to start exercising. You start getting in shape, let me tell you, but you, you get bored. Hostages, all kinds of hostages, this week. Catch This American Life every Sunday at 5 p.m. on KCRW. Berlin. Public radio programs attract educated consumers and business decision makers. You can reach this highly desirable audience with your company's marketing message on KCRW Berlin. Isn't it time to make our listeners your customers? Find out how by emailing us at sponsorships at kcrwberlin.org or online at kcrwberlin.com slash sponsorships. You are listening to Studio Berlin on KCRW Berlin, 104.1 FM. I'm your host, Soraya Sarhadi Nelson. We are talking about the pros and cons of e-scooters. My guests are Florian Wahlberg, the founder of Wahlberg Urban Electrics, and he's on the phone with us from Hamburg. Well, here in the studio with me are American author and journalist Matthew Schofield and Berlin tour guide Jan Katzmarzik. Gentlemen, we've discussed the introduction of e-scooters to Germany and some of the complaints in the past two months since they've been allowed on streets and bike paths here. I want to delve a bit deeper, and Matt, let me start with you. What's your experience been with e-scooters as a bicyclist? You talked about this briefly at the beginning, but I want you to expand on this a bit. I mean, are they a problem like pedestrians who often stray into the bike lane? In my neighborhood in Mitte in Berlin, it's it's a very common thing to find e-scooters on the sidewalks these days. And I, I will point out, as, as Jana said, most people are using them responsibly. But there was a jousting competition on the sidewalk underneath my apartment window last night in which six young men were using e-scooters to knock each other off. Now, this is a sidewalk that's used by the general population. It's probably not a great idea for making the sidewalk safe for all. Well, what about the fact that most bike trails in Berlin, um, and this is probably the case in Hamburg and other cities as well, are relatively overcrowded, especially in the summertime? I mean, is this a problem having to share those trails, uh, the, the bike paths with these e-scooters? Well, I do believe that in bikes in, in Berlin, we, we use these mostly for transportation. It's, it's not a recreational outing. It's a transportational outing. And the streets are also crowded with automobiles. Um, the, the subway tra- cars are crowded. The U-Bahn, the S-Bahn are both crowded. Transportation is a crowded experience. I don't know that we can expect it to be any different with a bicycle. I don't mind this. I find it much easier to bike. When I used to commute to work in D.C. up by bicycle, we used to have to tap the hood and the trunk of each car we passed because they were going to hit us. I mean, there's a, there's an understanding in Berlin that people are on bicycles, and this works. Um, it all works. It is crowded, and I can sit during a busy rush hour and watch a couple hundred bikes go by my window, maybe a thousand bikes go by my window in, during a rush hour. Um, but it does, it's a workable system. And I, I think that, yes, e-scooters add to this congestion, but not unreasonably so. 
Berliners bicycle anyway. I mean, there's a, for 1,000 Berliners, there are 710 bicycles in Berlin. So this is a bicycling city. Florian, obviously you're a strong proponent of e-scooters, but let me ask you to shift gears for a moment. What's been your experience in Hamburg as a driver when you when it comes to e-scooters? Um, are these riders of e-scooters obeying the traffic rules, or are they weaving in and out like bicyclists sometimes do? So I actually think um, there is no difference in between the use of e-scooters uh, compared to the bicycles being used. The, there is a big difference between people using a bicycle or a scooter every day on their way to work or a tourist coming into the city and actually not being aware of the area, looking around and maybe being a little bit hyped or uh, in a good mood because they're on holiday. And um, actually, this is the difference. It doesn't have anything to do with the vehicle that is used. It's the people. Um, I, don't un- I don't really understand the logic of uh, banning scooters because some people throw sharing scooters into the river. There are some people just misbehaving, not follow the law, and then you want to ban the scooters for it. That's, <laughs> that is so stupid. <laughs> well, let me bring to it the, my perspective as a pedestrian or the pedestrian in the group, because I, I, while I ride bikes, I haven't done e-scooters yet. I do drive cars, but my main mode of transport are my feet, and I walk my dog every morning. And one thing that I've noticed, and I've, I've been one of the annoyed people, if you will, <laughs> the people who's been annoyed with the rental e-scooters that you talked about, is how many of them are left on sidewalks, you know, even in parks. Like when I take the dog to Amfriedrichshain Park, at the top of the Bunkerberg or Bunker Mountain, which is like the highest point there and really is remote, uh, you, you find these e-scooters laying everywhere, which, which is just, I mean, in my opinion, crazy. Like how do they get retrieved? And Actually, it's not just a problem here in Germany or just a land issue. You mentioned the river. Uh, Network France 24 recently did a story in Marseille where hundreds of e-scooters are being tossed off the roads and cliffs into the sea. Here's what one of the divers who has to retrieve these e-scooters told the French network. Yesterday we picked up 60 here. It's crazy. The money it costs, the pollution it produces. We had one that caught fire. Seawater is very conductive. So when the battery went underwater, it short-circuited. Jan, you're a tour guide. You deal with tourists who, who again, use these e-scooters. Are there any interesting places where you've seen uh, them dump e-scooters? I just recently tried to find an e-scooter, and it was actually on the map, but it happened to be in a backyard uh, and not accessible at all, so so much to sharing. But... Um, Yes, I do occasionally see them in parks and everywhere, and especially annoying in the middle of the sidewalk. But again, this is not the e-scooter as such. This is actually just the people misbehaving. But if I may say so, it has always been, always, uh, new means of transport have been demonized. If you remember back in the 1800s, the, uh, the locomotives and the trains have been demonized. The first bicycles have been demonized. Whenever there was a new means of transport, it was the big demon. People were rejecting it, and it took a while until they finally found out, hey, it's actually not a bad thing. I was going to note that, yes, it's, it's true that the, the vehicles themselves are demonized, but we also look at the business model of this. We're, we're allowing e-scooter companies, the share shooter companies, to use pr- public sidewalks as their private enterprise. And so they are inconveniencing pedestrians and inconveniencing the general population in favor of um, their own private profit. Now, when that happens, we don't get any benefit from that. If you have a sidewalk cafe in Berlin, you pay 13 euro 50 a month 
per square meter that you use. If you have put a, an e-scooter or an, a share bike on the street, you pay nothing. We've talked a lot about the complaints about e-scooters, but are there ways to make these urban vehicles more palatable to critics and safer for users and everyone else? We'll find out later on Studio Berlin after the break. At KCRW Berlin, we educate and inform. It's radio that commands your attention, and it's listeners like you who make our programming possible. Listener support keeps the programs you love on air. So take a moment and visit kcrwberlin.com slash donate to do your part in keeping great English language radio on air in Berlin. Thank you. Next time on L.A. Theatre Works, a tragedy filled with madness, melancholy, and dark humor. I am Salome, daughter of Herodias, princess of Judea. Back, daughter of Babylon. Come not near the chosen of the Lord. Salome by Oscar Wilde. Next time on L.A. Theatre Works. Catch the all-new L.A. Theatre Works this Sunday at 7 p.m. on KCRW Berlin. You are listening to Studio Berlin on KCRW Berlin, 104.1 FM. I'm Soraya Sarhadi Nelson. We're talking with American journalist and author Matthew Schofield, Berlin tour guide Jan Kaczmarczyk, and Hamburg entrepreneur Florian Wahlberg about e-scooters. For many people, they are a cool new way to get around town, but for others, they've proven rather dangerous. About 5,000 e-scooters are estimated to be on German roads and bike paths at the moment. Since June 15th, when that became legal, there have been about 40 e-scooter accidents in Germany, with six people seriously injured. The e-scooter injury rate is reported to be higher than the injury rate for cars. Jan, you ride e-scooters. Does the high accident rate surprise you? Not at all, actually. Um, but it's uh, I think this is just you know the the, the pains of birth uh, of our, of the e-scooters now that people have to get used to them. And maybe it would also be a good idea to um, do something like a a riding license, a very simple one, but something to uh, accustom people to the e-scooters. And Matt, as a bicyclist, do you think it's safer to be on a bicycle? Or is what we're seeing with e-scooters, or e-scooter riders, I should say, the same thing that you face? I think anyone riding an e-scooter has to understand that they do face danger from cars, trucks, buses. Um, they did an experiment in Hamburg where they took, took truck drivers out and put them in the, on bikes in the bike lanes. And the, the truck drivers to a man were terrified of what they were seeing, they, of, of how dangerous their, own, their vehicles would be to cyclists. So, yeah, this is this is part of it. The head of the German Association of Cities says more clear rules of the game are needed for electric scooters. So I want to move the conversation to what are some of the solutions potentially uh, to make e-scooters safer and more palatable for those people using them and for people who encounter them. Florian, do you have any thoughts, given that you're an e-scooter expert? Can they be made safer somehow, or should it be the riders who have to get training and have to wear helmets? Well, I must say that the hardware of the scooters being brought into the market, uh, are, the hardware is kind of good. Uh, 
So I don't think that anything that you will add to the scooter will actually make the traffic more safe. It is more the combination of uh, teaching people how to use the scooters and the environment being um, actually more friendly to uh, bicycles or scooters. And um, uh, this is actually the topic um, that will change most if you want to actually compare the bicycle traffic in Copenhagen or in Amsterdam, um, these cities, they have real, real big bicycle streets. People are super safe up there. And uh, if they use the bikes as actually everybody's expecting a bike to come because there's a bicycle road. And in Germany, we have bicycle lanes being like 80 centimeters wide and uh, two bicycles coming straight to each other should actually share that. It will not work out like that. And nothing, if you do direction indicators or if the people wear helmets, will change the fact that there will be accidents because of the small bicycle lanes. I'm curious, the 20 kilometer per hour speed limit uh, that is put in place for these, for these scooters, can they actually travel faster or do you have some sort of mechanism to be able to keep them at that limit? Well, first of all, the speed limit of 20 kilometers an hour is actually restricted uh, and certified in a way that you cannot uh, make them faster without exchanging a certain hardware. So, um, of course, it is possible to make them faster, but um, it's actually not conform to the law. This is the first thing. Second thing is, um, this 20 kilometers an hour, based on my understanding, makes the vehicle more a hassle in the traffic as they are so so slow that nearly every bicycle uh, rider um, will be blocked by the scooters um, but uh, i personally think that people should be educated a little bit more strict our penalties should be even higher and harder and stronger for the people but the scooters should be driving faster like 25 kilometers an hour same like an e-bike so that the scooters are actually able to follow the speed of the traffic We've talked about rentals, or at least a little bit, we were sort of dancing around the issue of rental e-scooters, and are they uh, a problem or not? And it's interesting, uh, Florian, in Hamburg, uh, Michael Westhagemann, the senator who heads your city's economics, transport, and innovation division, told ARD that his government is working with e-scooter rental companies to address the dumping issue, which is something that we talked about earlier. We have definiert, wo we diese Rolle we have designated areas where scooters are allowed to go, and if someone just leaves them there, that person will end up having to pay on their app, and that could prove quite expensive. Jan, have you heard about plans to change how we use e-scooters in Berlin uh, in, in terms of rentals or others? I, no, I have no idea, but I think probably the model which has just been presented uh, is going to come here as well, and frankly, I find it a very good idea. Matt, what about you? I mean, obviously, you're not very happy with these uh, companies that, as you say, are not really paying to the upkeep and uh, whose users are perhaps causing more of the problems with e-scooters and somebody who actually owns the vehicle and isn't going to just dump it somewhere or do things like the jousting you mentioned earlier. Well, correct. I mean, it would be wonderful to have designated dumping sites or designated parking areas for these. I think there's a problem coming with the e-scooters. We saw this happen with the e-bikes or the share bikes, not the e-bikes necessarily, but the share bikes. It was an explosion of, of the, at the very beginning, the, the bikes were all very good. And then there was an explosion of very cheap knockoff bikes. These bikes started showing up everywhere. They were junky. They were not being used. They were, they were always in the sidewalks. We are seeing good e-scooters right now, but I would guess that there is a wave of not particularly good e-scooters that's coming right now because it's unregulated. 
Um, Berlin isn't charging companies anything for putting these on the streets. Every city that does this charges something per month per scooter. Um, Berlin's not doing that yet. They could never, they haven't been able to work that out yet on the share bikes. And they need to work this out on the share scooters because it is a problem. Well, there have been a lot of interesting suggestions on how to improve e-scooter use and at a minimum make it safer. Once the summer is over and elected officials are back at work, we will likely see some of these suggestions becoming law. I'd like to thank my guest, Florian Wahlberg of Urban Electrics, who was on the phone with us from Hamburg, as well as my Berlin studio guests, journalist and author Matthew Schofield and tour guide Jan Katzmarzik. Thanks very much for having us. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm Soraya Sarhadi-Nelson. Tune in next week to Studio Berlin here on KCRW Berlin 104.1 FM, where the subject will be the fate of Berlin's much-delayed BER airport. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.